So I'm here today with Patty O'Sullivan, who makes abstract work. So how were you first introduced to art? Well, I, I drew as a boy. I just drew on my own. I've, I've never been formally trained as an artist. When I came here to Sudbury in 1976 to go to university, I remember going out and buying an art a drawing table, a drafting table uh, at Muirheads downtown. And I, my intention was to get back to drawing but I never did. It just collected books and CDs. I never really got back to drawing through university and even through my early years uh, in healthcare when I worked in healthcare. But um, in 2002, I was in France doing some work, and a lady I was working with asked me, Patty, what would you do if you weren't facilitating doing team development and coaching uh, corporately? And I said, I'd be a painter. And she said, What's the day in the life of a painter like? And I'd described that tour in detail, came back to Sudbury, cleared off that art table, went and got some supplies, and I started painting, but I didn't start abstract painting right away. So does that mean you started off with more realistic work? I did, yeah. I was really drawn to this artist out of Scotland, uh, uh, what I'd heard about him. His name is Jack Vetriano. I really liked the images. Uh, I'd come across some posters. Uh, he's quite successful commercially in the UK, but the neat thing I found out about him was he was self-trained. He taught himself to paint, and he didn't introduce his paintings until he was 35 years of age. So I was, uh, let's see, uh, kind of mid-40s when I was starting to reconsider maybe a direction, an artistic direction. And, um, yeah, I started to try and emulate him, but got really frustrated, and I stopped painting for a brief period of time. And then I had some really good coaching from another artist who said, maybe you're not supposed to paint like Jack Vetriano. Maybe you're supposed to paint like Patio. Sullivan and she suggested I just put paint on the canvas start playing around with the canvas and that's really how I, I stumbled into abstract art so do you think that without having started off with seeing what you could do at realism you wouldn't have been able to do abstract art quite like you do now well, it it, uh, it really guided me to explore other ways of expression. And once I opened that door, it really was like being at home. So I had no need to go back more to realism because what I felt expressing through abstract was really satisfying and continues to be satisfying. Okay, so now I'm just going to ask you about a few of your pieces here. So can you tell us a bit about this one? Yeah, uh, this, this is a large painting. It's... Uh, 48 by 60 and typically I wouldn't render such recognizable images but in this abstract uh, you can see the Great Lakes uh, defined and then the image uh, multiplied and turned on itself so that it creates, the, the name of this painting is Forgive Us Our Trespasses so it, uh, Lake, Lake Erie and Lake Ontario ended up making almost like a footpath across the painting and uh, really is a tribute to the Great Lakes and and trying to bring awareness to the fact that we still are not looking after the Great Lakes the way we should. There's still a lot of toxic sites around the Great Lakes. And Forgive Us Our Trespasses is really uh, a, a call to everyone to say we have a chance to keep these lakes great. And yet we continue to tolerate the toxicity seeping into the lakes. And that we really need to pay more attention to our water as a source of life and force in our, in our uh, communities.
with that painting, there's the rotation and there's the really sharp contrast between the colors. That's to bring attention to. Yeah, for for your listeners who might be familiar with uh, with Mark Rothko, he used this technique dramatically in his large paintings, where he used one or two colors juxtaposed to create a perceptual fluctuation in the mind, and that's what this painting's designed to do: to flash between the landscape, which appears more uh, reddish. Um, because that's really where the toxicity is flowing into the lakes. And then the more teal color, uh, and that combination juxtaposed causes the mind to flip back and forth, and you get a dimensional quality to the lakes as you look at it. So uh, it's it's actually a, um, it can be for some a difficult painting to stare at for a long period of time, because it really starts to play on the mind. But that was the intention. So here we are, and we're standing in front of some circular paintings. They're kind of radial. Uh, can you tell us a bit about them? Yeah, they're Mandela paintings, and they're, they started off as an experiment a couple of years ago where uh, I started to take circular canvas and just uh, spin it on a Lazy Susan and use my finger to create uh, circular works of art. And then the idea I came across was, why don't I get a potter's wheel? and get some wooden discs, attach them to the potter's wheel, and paint them at high speed, and create uh, these mandalas. And man- mandala is just a Tibetan Sanskrit word for sacred circle. And they can be used for meditative purposes. They can be put on a table. They actually spin. You can put them on the wall. But they're meant to be tactile and meant to be uh, touched. Um, so each mandala may represent different things to different people. But as you study the mandala and actually spin them um, if you chose something to meditate on or had an intention you wanted to explore within your own mind sometimes interacting with a piece of art can accelerate an awareness or surface an awareness within you just by staying focused and being present with the piece of art so that's really the intention of these mandalas so like yeah with these mandalas you have a physical interaction in making them and they're also intended to have a physical interaction for the viewer I saw in your pamphlet that on one of the pictures you're blowing with a didgeridoo yep. onto a canvas. So that's another physical interaction with your breath. Can you tell us what inspired that and yeah. more about that? Yeah, well I have a really good friend in uh, in Toronto, Gary Diggins who uh, is a sound therapist and I call him a sound or sonic shaman uh, and he uses instruments from all over the world to impart uh, in sonic blessings. So he introduced me to the didgeridoo which really is an ancient instrument from Australia and it has a drone sound a very powerful drone sound that, that alters brain waves. But I actually uh, blow over top of my paintings almost as a, a bit of a ceremonial ceiling, vibrational ceiling. I think artists are interfacing with a medium where they're transmitting their vibration through their medium. Could be clay or even photography or art, any, any medium, but in my particular case it's paint. And uh, I believe there's a vibrational fingerprint there. So the ditch for me is a way of sealing off a painting. It's a bit of a ritual and ceremony. But um, yeah, even at a quantum physics level, we know that everything is vibrating. So it's to send off an intention and, and uh, um, a 
that's almost like me signing off. I don't sign the front of my paintings. I sign the back of them, but I sign them uh, sonically with, with the didgeridoo. So in a way, like this is a very direct interaction with, like you are saying, like sonar, sonar like sound. Yeah. What influences you to actually physically use sound instead of just like some abstract painters might do, just paint a, a preconceived notion of what sound is? Right. Well, uh, as, as, I, um, as I delve more and more into my own artistic uh, development, what I realize is everything an artist does is an expression of the inner environment. You have an inner environment within yourself. We all have an inner world. We interface with other people, but it's really the inner world being expressed outwardly. So using paint, using sound, any mode of expression, ch chanting, you name it, is a way of, of expressing, hey, what's going on inside of me and allowing it to come out. And I think that's really what artists should be doing and everyone really should take the opportunity to explore how can I express what's going on within me in the outer world so people can see more of who I am. Okay, so is there a painting here anywhere that you find particularly important to your work? Yeah, there, there's, uh, there's a couple, Andrew. I really would have to focus in on life force. There's some others I'm drawn to that I could talk about, but I'll talk about uh, life force. Um, it's a, a, a rendering of, of water, and it's more realistic, more impressionistic than I'm used to painting. But uh, I was preparing for a theme show on water at the Living with Lakes um, Center, the Valley Living with Lakes Center, and I produced this as the third in a series of paintings and I think it's one of my finer paintings for a lot of reasons. The palette knives that I used for this particular painting I hadn't used before. There was a combination of paints here that I've never used before as well and it's actually executed very quickly. I often find that some of my best paintings are painted in a short period of time. So some people might approach this painting and say well how long did it take you to do that? And I would lie if I said it took hours and hours. Uh, some of my finest work happens in a very short period of time. So in about two hours, just a little over two hours, I was able to capture this very large canvas, 48 by 60, and I think capture the essence of water alive on canvas. I think so, anyway. So you mentioned people asking you how long it took. Why do you think people have that value association between time and the actual value of the painting when really you feel like this is some of your more valuable work? Yeah, well, I think you've touched on a really important point that people tend to quantify or look at a painting and try and quantify it from a thinking point of view. And it really should be quantified from my perspective from a feeling point of view. So what does the painting evoke in the individual? And it really is secondary in terms of how long the painting took to paint. The painting I was talking to you about previously, Forgive Us Our Trespasses, that in contrast took close to 100 hours to paint. So the, the, the detail in that is something that I'm not used to investing that amount of time in painting. I usually step up to a canvas not knowing what I'm going to paint, engage the paints, let the canvas inform me, and uh, it's usually a process that's over within a few hours. But yeah, I'm not sure why people equate how long a painting takes to create with the quality of the painting, but they do.
<laughs> well, it's a very nice painting. So if people want to find out more about your work or see some of your work, where can they go? Yeah, well, uh, your listeners should know I'm a Laurentian grad, too. I, I did two degrees at Laurentian from uh, 76 to 80. I did an undergrad in physical and health education, and then I did a graduate degree in child development. And I've been here in Sudbury ever since. Uh, they can go to my website. It's www.pattyosullivan.com. That's Patty, P-A-D-D-Y, O-S-U-L-L-I-V-A-N.com. So that's not quite my last question, because you mentioned your education and how you studied uh, child health and development. Is that still factoring into your work? Because you mentioned like the Great Lakes one, how toxicity, like public health concerns and how you feel about that. Is that still influencing your abstract work? Yeah, I think it informs my sensibility around, uh, uh, in fact, in, in many ways, exploring the world of the child is uh, academically and as an artist brings me back to where I think artists need to be, and that's free play. Children are so so liberated in terms of how they approach their play uh, without judgment, and that's really what I've attempted to do, was rediscover my childhood approach to creation and uh, freely expressing, freely play, playing with the medium and finding out what emerges. So, that's, uh, yeah, I, would, I think there is a connection there. Okay, well, thank you, Patty. You're welcome, Andrew.